You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. Welcome back to the E-Commerce Marketing School podcast. Today, we have an incredible operator, somebody a lot of our listeners know and love. We're going to dive right into it because we found we have a short show and we tend to run out of time and have a million more things to talk about. So today's guest professor is Dave Sticklin from PopSmith. Dave, thank you for being our guest professor today at E-Commerce Marketing School. Thanks for having me. I, I love the podcast and I love everything you do. You're you're truly amazing and looking forward to the conversation. Thank you. I reached out to you because I was asking some friends about packaging and your packaging stood out in the mix of like, hey, I've liked this experience and this experience. And I've, I've talked to lots of operators who really focus on packaging, but our buddy Aaron Orendorf said Popsmith packaging is killer, showed me some pictures. And so I said, we got to get Dave on the show to talk about the evolution of packaging because Popsmith is like, it's an experience, right? Like the product using the product is an experience. So then everything about it needs to be an experience opening the box, seeing it for the first time going through that. But I kind of want to go back to the beginning of the brand and talk about the evolution of how you got to this place where I'm I'm looking at a picture and we'll uh, link to Aaron's tweet to me in the show notes so you all can see the picture. But you have a custom box, you have custom inserts, you have like a special cardboard shape around the Popsmith container itself. You have special uh, placement for everything. I mean, even the liner of the custom box has like popcorn kind of embossed on it. I love it. So I don't think that's probably where you started though. Uh, no, I mean, we've been in e-commerce for a long time. We've sold all kinds of things. And I, I would say before this box, everything was shipping in the same brown U-line box that everyone else gets, right? Or whatever packaging was there for the actual product was whatever the manufacturer of the unit, you know, was putting it in, you know, like the same poly bags for little tools when we were in electronics or even with Franklin's, uh, our original popcorn company like it's uh it's all shipping in i think i i think it was really exciting the day that we learned to st- we could stamp the cardboard u-line box so like oh that's branded oh that's so good look at that yeah you know when I've, I've always been really uh jealous of really good packaging when we get it i have a friend of mine named marshall stevenson who runs a uh, a sock company called Sockbox, and uh like when we like years ago he was just telling me like there's something about like you just bought this pair of crazy socks and you want it the idea that the package matches the crazy socks means that your journey with the customer starts the minute that they open the mailbox and they've been anticipating this and now you're having you start the relationship with the brand on the walk back into the house and like i was so jealous of that because that's such a great idea and um you know pop myth was the the real opportunity to take a real swing at it and i think our approach has always been just um to recognize that uh media and customer engagement has changed and like the most important thing someone has is their phone right like and like how do i make a phone experience for my product that encourages people to share uh as much as possible uh with their friends their family online with us um and uh you know i wanted to have something on on your doorstep that was like oh my god i've got to take a picture of that yeah uh do you get a lot of people tagging 
pictures of boxes? Uh, I mean, we just now started putting poppers in people's hands. So that is certainly the hope, right? Like we're, we're getting great pictures from friends and, 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 and people who have just opened the box. And it's just a wow, right? Like the goal was to wow people from on the outside and then surprise and delight, right? Like the, the whole point of a popcorn company is you're taking a little kernel, it's exploding into something delicious. It's the sound of the popping, the smell of the popcorn, everything about the experience of eating and enjoying our product. It's about anticipation and it's all about, uh, it's an experiential product. We wanted that experience to start as early as possible and the, and the box represents just another part of that. Um, on your, and and we, we were hoping it would just encourage you to open it and immediately want to make popcorn, right? Like you're so high on everything that's going on here that you feel really proud of your purchase. You feel really good. And it's like, I got to make popcorn right now. I love that because I think pretty much any product that you can think of, you might not consider your product as your being our listeners might not consider their product as as experiential. But I think every product has the opportunity to be experiential. Certainly popcorn is there's this element of like, it's not a necessity. Um, you know, you can survive without it. I can't survive my Friday nights without popcorn personally, but I hear you can. So you know, but like, even your friend with the sock company, Putting on socks on a cold winter morning is like, that's an experience that that customer is having. Showing off your fun, weird, crazy socks in the office or like as you flash your, you know, uh, the bottom of your leg uh, as you're riding, riding the the bus on the way in to, to town or whatever, you know, there's like, there's all these little micro experiences people have of pretty much every product out there. I mean, even your coffee mug, it all is an experience. It's all part of a larger experience. And I think that that's really important for everyone to kind of like think through what are the experiences that people have with their brands. Another way to word that is my one of my favorite things, which is like, what is the job that your product has to do? Because the job of PopSmith is not to feed people. Because I mean, that's like baseline, right? Like we're going to feed people popcorn. But the job of why people choose PopSmith is for that experience. It's for that, um, I mean, flavor, you know, options, all those things that they can't get anywhere else are definitely part of it. But the experience is like the foundation of the job. Yeah. When we did our, we, when we did research on what we were creating and why a lot of the use of the product was communal. It was about uh, not just making popcorn for yourself, although you can do that, but it's when you have friends over or when your kids are having a big sleepover or, you know, there are, you know, you're having a dinner party, you have, you know, wine out and it's like bringing out that colorful uh, pan and making popcorn with everybody becomes an opportunity to show off one that you care about them enough to make the snack for them and two, you're entertaining. So we wanted the entertaining to start, um, you know, uh, to early. And, uh, you know, and, and we were talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and we were talking about gifting. There's something like I remember, I'm maybe, I mean, like when I was a kid and, you know, I really wanted the big G.I. Joe action figure set, right? And like, there's all these boxes under the tree. They all have the same wrapper around them. 
And the feeling of like ripping that off and seeing the box and seeing all the cartoon imagery on it or seeing all these things I wanted in that minute, <gasps> you know, oh my God, like this is what I wanted. And you're just so excited. You haven't even opened the product. It's just the box. Like the box is telling a story to you that makes that moment, right? Your parents want to capture that moment on the tip to try and they're waiting for you to open the big thing so they can take the picture. And I wanted i want people to be able to just get that big yellow box and put wrapping around right like that's that's it and you're excited you know exactly what it is when you rip the top off and there's our logo where it's big big red letters like let's pop you know like we every angle is meant to to get you excited and you know and like there's nothing left unturned and uh that was the intent is to just be like this moment of <gasps> like you know yeah and then deliver yeah, right. And the the experience from like the mailbox or the front step or whatever, it all the way into the house is an important one. I can't tell you the number of times I go to my mailbox or go to my front step and say, what is this? Where did this? Yeah. <laughs> what package is this? Did I order something? Did someone send of, me like, something? Amazon boxes. Like, yeah, I, you know, we're all getting the same smiley face box and it's branded. Well, like I'm excited to get something from Amazon, but I'm not a but it kind of diminishes the excitement and the anticipation of what's in it in a way that like, or, you know, some of us who do still, I mean, when I'm still shipping a faceless Uline box and you're, and you're getting it and you're opening it. And I mean, it, uh, it misses an opportunity to, uh, to, to, to make people stick to the brand or be excited about your brand. And, uh, you know, they're really looking forward to that package. People will email you and like, where's my order? Like, how's shipping doing? What's my tracking code? Is it, you know, they get excited when I'm, I'm, I'm using, you know, like when they know it's out for delivery and uh, why not follow it all the way to the end, right? So. Well, and so for those of us who, you know, we're, we're staring down the holiday season, don't, it takes time to develop packaging. That's not, we're not going to beat around the bush about that. You probably aren't going to go from middle of October to custom packaging in time for BFCM this year. But if you're still shipping in that Uline box, you mentioned stamping. I think that that's like, you could create a stamp in an afternoon at FedEx office supply store, you know, like any place can help you create a custom stamp. You can order one online, um, have it by next week. So stamping um i've seen stickers. well then even the insert like you know we're talking about Inserts. the yellow box but yeah. on the inside of it there's a there's a card and that card is just a note from uh from tal and i about you know how much we want you to enjoy this product and on the other side is a qr code we thought about putting instructions on how to use the product but like we didn't know how people were going to use the product so we used a qr code to drive people to come to the website we can update instructions in real time we can give handling you know any changes that people are having making certain kinds of popcorn we can help adjust that to kind of, you know and answer those questions but even if you were to just put a simple three by five card size insert in that was genuine and from the heart and like really thanked people for being involved and you could follow that up with an opportunity to drive them to your website with QR code or or get them to come check you out is it does two things it validates the purchase for them and they feel like they're a part of a community which is what we wanted people to do we do we don't just want people to enjoy the pop myth we also want people to feel like they're part of a select group of people who know that making popcorn at home is just infinitely better than a bag of microwave popcorn and once you come to the website and have that experience even if you were gifted the popper and you've never checked it out it's just an exciting place to feel like oh like 
they're really paying attention to me and they really do care. And look, there's a story about these people. They're real humans that made this thing. They're more likely to tell their friends about it. They're most, they're, they're going to tell, it's like wine. Like in a way, like when I buy a bottle of wine and I've gone to a, a wine store, like one of the things that makes it more valuable is the the person who sold it to me telling me what I should be tasting and where it's from. And, and there's a, this, I'm not just purchasing a bottle of wine. I'm purchasing a story to tell the person that I'm pouring a glass of wine later. Uh, and it's the same thing with Pop Smith. Like, what is that? The answer isn't just, oh, I make popcorn in this. It's just like, oh, man, there's this really cool company that's making this thing and they've been eating popcorn and, you know, having this experience since they were kids. And like, I can really tell it really smells like a theater in here now, right? Like and you just connect to the joy that we have about the product. And you can do that with a with a simple card on the inside um, that says something specific and, and intentional from you. Absolutely. And I think that you, it's likely that brands have that kind of content either already on their website or in their welcome email flow. A lot of brands have this kind of like letter from the founder somewhere online. So you can take that digital copy and put it onto a postcard and insert it in your boxes, whether that's you handpacking or, you know, your 3PL taking care of it for you, ship it to them, ask them to put it in the boxes. That can make a difference in the entire customer's experience of your brand. It's not just like, oh, I got the product and now I'm going to use it. But now it's now they have a connection to the brand in this world of like infinite choices. I mean, to your point, like the alternative is microwave popcorn, which I can go and look at like a half of an aisle in a grocery store full of it. And I can just go grab a box, but I don't have any connection to Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> you know, like there's no there's no personal thing there, right? So I can choose a different brand really easily. But once I feel connected to you as the founder and your story, and I see a little bit of myself in that, it's harder to go pick up a box at the grocery store than to reorder from you. Yeah. And I think the the other part of the box that like is important to me is the intentionality that we went into the design. So like when you're thinking about uh, how the popper sits in the box, how the actual boxes of popcorn, because uh, there's two inserts that allow us to put two boxes of popcorn in that box. So, you know, the ability of how that box is now sitting and, and you're engaging, oh my gosh, there's kettle corn in here. What? Oh my gosh, there's buttery popcorn here. Um, it's not just this popper, it's this other thing. When you talk about the inlay that has the, the pop, like we, we challenged our branding team to make sure that we always go brand first at every opportunity we have, right? Like what are what are some of the things that we can design to put in there? And I think that same intentionality, even if you don't have a custom box maker and you aren't investing that kind of time and energy, the intentionality of how you simply put a product in a regular brown box means something, right? Like how your team is wrapping that, how carefully they're wrapping it, if it's something that's delicate. If you put that insert on the inside, instead of just like sliding it to the bottom of the box and then putting void fill on top. If you were to, you know, attach it to the actual product so that when they opened it, you know, you were intentional about where you put that note from the founders, like right on the product, like, thank you. It connects them to that versus just being a faceless packing slip that they may never see at the bottom of the box. And uh, doing all of those little intentional things to build a relationship with your buyer can be incredibly small or it can be incredibly big, but it's worth doing. So something we talked about with Kanika Misra on a couple of episodes ago about your website and CRO is actually like going through your customer journey 
finding someone who's never been to your website, have them like sit next to them, walk through, have them put in a credit card, buy the product, have that whole experience because we kind of we like mentally walk through it sometimes, but we don't actually experience it and see what a complete stranger who's not deep in the brand notices or has questions about. And I think it's equally important on packaging to, you know, have somebody open a package or, you know, order and receive a package, like however you organize that with some friends or family members, and maybe be there or have them film it or something of them like opening and receiving the box and kind of talking out loud what they're thinking or feeling or like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Or why? Why is this? piece of paper here or something fell to the bottom of the box and they missed it, you get to see all of those things. So in the same way that we like QA our website and that experience and or maybe, you know, you test run your email flows, all the things we do on the digital side can do the same kind of QA. It's a little bit more challenging, maybe, um, but you could need to QA the physical experience as well. A hundred percent. And especially if you're using a 3PL because they're inconsistent in how they do things. And maybe when you visited them the first time and you gave them instructions on how that box should be carefully organized and put together, uh, the chances of them doing that consistently forever is is impossible. So you're always going to want to make sure you're getting your product from a from from your third party and looking at what your customer is getting uh, and getting a getting an idea of, of how quality is going you're never going to know otherwise so uh, we try to order our own stuff regularly just to make sure they're not shipping anything out in a way that doesn't symbolize the brand right like uh, you know regardless of the brand we're on every time someone buys from us is an opportunity to show them that we really care and so when you're working with a product like ours that's not just a popper but actual popcorn lifetime value matters and i i do want people to come back and buy buttery popcorn for me which to your point i mean they can you can get kernels on a grocery shelf like why am i buying why am i buying the popsmith stuff and the answer is is you know, because you had a really good experience and it was really tasty. And at the end of the day, so much of our palate is mood. Like the way we taste things is entirely dependent on how we feel when we do it. And if you had a terrible experience or a mid experience getting my product, like you're going to, that's going to go into the way the popcorn tastes. So I'm, I'm making popcorn taste good with a big yellow box. I love that. Is there anything you're doing differently for the holiday season? Inserts, uh, anything different in terms of shipping? Like, have you uh, upgraded everyone's shipping or anything like that? No, I mean, like, not for us, just because we're still so new to this, right? Like, this is our first, we just launched, this is our first Christmas season. I think what we're trying to do is just make sure that we put, you know, we, we're adjusting the note either on the shipping on the packing label or um, probably putting a little extra popcorn in the box uh, and doing whatever we can to make the holidays great. Like we know this is our one time to make sure everybody loves what we're doing. And, you know, being in, that intentionally goes to season two. We know a lot of these going out now aren't going to be open by the person that are buying them. They're going to be slid under a tree and they're going to be open by somebody else. So, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I just had a conversation with our 3PL yesterday and they asked us, do you want us to do anything extra in the box? And, you know, I won't lie and say I haven't shopped around it, like maybe putting just, you know, a bow on the inside of the popper. So someone opens it and it was like a 20 cent thing to me, but it's a, it's a recognition that it's a gift and it's holiday time, you know, like something that simple. So um, if we do anything, it w- it'll be small 
it'll be just a gesture and uh and sometimes that's the bar is so low that that's enough and uh <laughs> that's right the the bar is low in this space and uh it is the small things that really do go a long way i feel like that's a very trite saying but it it's it's a saying for a reason because it does make a difference those little things that you do do make a difference and and help your customers keep coming back for more and you mentioned Konica. I, I would be remiss to not say she's one of the smartest people in e-commerce. And uh, I'm really lucky that I've gotten to work with her over the years. And like, uh, it makes complete sense that she would say something that brilliant because she's brilliant. <laughs> she is brilliant. And just like with you, we did not have enough time with her. We never have enough time with any of our guests. But I'm committed to keeping this a short show so that you can listen while you wash your dishes and then go work on your business afterwards. Right on. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Dave. If people want to learn more from you, follow PopSmith. How can they find you? Uh, you can email me anytime at davidpopsmith.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions. And unfortunately, I'm addicted to social media. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at just search for my name, Dave Stickland, and I will pop right up. Uh, hanging out with the pop one. You'll pop right up. I love it. Dave, thanks for being here. Thanks for popping on over. Thanks, Val. I'm glad we got this far without the popcorn pun starting. (laughs) I had to throw one in there. I had to. I had to get it in. All right. Talk to you later. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e-commerce marketing school and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review. With Privy, anyone can be a marketer. Simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to Triple Whale. E-commerce marketing school is now part of the Triple Whale podcast network. Triple Whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics, attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.